0: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. From the podcast team at Qalam, we wanted to wish you a very blessed Ramadan. This month, you can expect daily uploads that will include reflections, khatiras and khutbas, all from our new campus, Alhamdulillah. If you benefit from this content, please give generously at supportqalam.com. 100% of your donations goes towards the means of providing accessible Islamic knowledge to people around the world. Jazakumullah khairan for listening. Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wassalam ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. Allahumma inna nas'aluka hubbak wa hubba man yuhibbuk wa hubba amalin yuqarribuna ila hubbik We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us his love. We ask Allah to give us the love of those actions that will gain his love. And we ask Allah to give us the love of those people who He loves. Um, with these remaining, subhanAllah, with Ramadan going so pa- fast, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to benefit from every moment in this blessed month of Ramadan. Amin, ya Rabb. So we're continuing with our second session with verses of Iman or verses of faith. And today we're going to be looking at a section of the Quran, which for me is truly, truly uh, an enlightening and a deep, deep section of the Quran. Um, just, just with my journey And I think when we go through these verses You'll connect to it so deeply When, when we listen to what God What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying to us In these verses We're going to be looking at verses 122 Of Surah Al-An'am uh, Or cattle, right? An'am or livestock, An'am surah, Verse number 122 Of Surah Al-An'am The way this surah begins Well first before we start One of the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks us to do a lot in the Quran is to see contrast. To see contrast between things. See contrast between day and night. See see contrast between truth and falsehood. See contrast just all throughout the Quran are examples of things that are the the, the way God created things in contrast. the, The ocean versus land. All throughout the Quran you find these examples of look at how this is and look at how that is. And a lot of time the reason why that happens is this is deep. Um, there are verses where Allah says that we created everything in pairs. And Imam Razi explains that the reason why God created everything is in pairs is because he's the only singular. He's the only one. But everything else in the creation is made in pairs. Mer- male, female, sweet, sour, light, darkness, everything. It, it, there's this, this binary, right? But the only singular one that it all points back to is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's it's absolutely beautiful. Um, So some of those, but sometimes Allah wants us to be able to look at the contrast between lifestyles. Now right now we are in the blessed month of Ramadan. And the way we are living, the way we are worshipping, the way we are gathering, is, 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 is for lack of better terms, angelic. It's beautiful. Our lives are all around Allah. It's all about worship for this month. And if you're able to to look at that compared to where you were on your worst days, it lets you see the blessing of faith. Let's look at these verses though. We're starting from verse 122. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and it's a question. In the Quran, Allah asks us questions. And I think the reason is because he wants us to respond. A lot of us, we read it as just, it's like a novel. But no, there's questions God's asking you. So that you could respond to that. So look at this question God asks. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, billahi min And what we're gonna do is this we're gonna break down these verses, and then at the end, we're gonna recite the whole thing. I'm gonna recite the whole thing so you could just feel the meaning of it all together. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, كما مثله في الظُّلُمَاتِ ليس بخارج منها كذلك زين لِلْكَافِرِينَ ما كانوا يعملون. الله سبحانه وتعالى asked a question. أول من كان ميتاً، is the person who was dead، is the person who was dead. فأخيينا، and then we gave life to them. وجعلنا له نورا، and then after we gave them life, we gave them a light. الناس, by which they walk amongst the people. Is that person like someone who's stuck in darkness? Leiinha never ever coming out of that darkness? يعملون, this is how Allah beautifies to those who disbelieve in him, the actions that they do. Look at this metaphor and look at the question. The question is this: There's this person who was dead. No life, no feeling at all. And Allah says, And we gave that person life. What is that talking about? Ibn Qayyim Al-Jawzi, he says something. And this is deep. He says, you'll never know what something truly is until you've seen it from both the inner and the outer perspective. Let me say that again. He says, fi shay. If you're in something, you don't really know what that thing is, until you come out of it and look at it from the outside perspective. When you're in something and you see it from inside, like just take this building, take this building. We're all in this building. Imagine that you were just, you just woke up one day inside this building. You'd understand the inside, you walked around it, you gotta feel you understand it, but do you truly know what it is? No, when you go outside and you walk around, now you're like, okay, I, I know the building. Similarly, if you were only outside and you never went in, then you truly don't know. So Ibn Qayyim al-Jawzi says this, check this. He says, the only people that truly understand or know something to its depth are those who saw it from both the inner side and the outer side. And then he says this, this is why the Sahaba, their iman was through the roof. The companions of the Prophet, why was their iman so strong? Because they saw kufr. They saw disbelief. They saw what life was like not knowing God. They saw what it was like to not have prayers, to not know right from wrong, to not know, oh, eat this, don't eat that. Clean yourself this way. Don't clean yourself that way. They, they, they knew what it was like to be lost. So they saw it from the outside. But then when they got into Islam, they're like, oh, my God. So he says the reason why they were so strong is because they saw what life was like before then they came into Islam and they saw the blessing like subhanAllah, look at the honor this religion has given me, the direction has given me. When they saw that, they, they, they reached this high level of iman because of that. So in this verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, he's saying, is the one who was dead. Now, what does dead here mean? If you study the, the hadith of the Rasul, there are so many times when death is equated to not knowing God. What is death equated to? Not knowing, no relationship with Allah Not knowing Allah, not knowing Having any relationship with Allah There's a hadith where Rasul He said, the example of the one who remembers Allah To the one who doesn't remember Allah is like the example of a Dead person to an alive person Completely different So what is this verse saying? Is the person who's dead Like no life, no feeling Like the one who we gave Life to Now Razi says this, yo, about this verse. He says, we are all born knowing God. We're all born knowing knowing God. Naturally, we just feel that connection to this this creator. But then when we reach the age of discernment, kind of our own thinking, then there's a possibility of us kind of leaving that Islam, that natural disposition. He says, this is that death. But then you can come back with your own choice, no, 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 I need God. I want to know Allah. That's Ahyeah. That's given life. Fa But that's not enough. Allah gives you Islam. You're a Muslim. Yeah, everybody's Muslim. Whole world, Mashallah, billions and billions of Muslims. There's something else you need on top of that.. فجعل... On top of his Islam, we gave this person Norah. We gave this person light. We gave this person light. Now what is this light? Most of the scholars say it's knowledge It's, it's guidance So you're a Muslim You're alive now You got this, this way to live But now I need to get to my destination And it's dark out there So now I need that nur I need that light by which to walk So lahu nur Yo listen, let me, I'm sorry Let me just, hold up You guys don't know what it's like to not know how to know God. You don't know what it's like. You walked in the right time, Habibi. You don't know what it's like to not know how to know God. To just kind of trying to be figuring this out on your, on your own. Going to Barnes and Noble, just kind of like in the spirituality section. Yo, yo, and this hits home, yo. My dad right now, man, I'm talking about my pops, man. He's almost 80, but he's still in the Barnes and Noble section. He's like, son, I need you to read this book. I'm like, pops, man, you just keep random. Because as you get older, you realize I need a lot. I need that. But you don't have the light. The life is coming back. like the flicker of life. The heart is like, we're leaving the world. We need God. So he's like, I need it, but there's no light. Or he doesn't want the light. I'm trying to show him. So what I'm trying to say is like The things that you take for granted The things that you take as Adi It's, not a, it's like whatever It's such a great blessing That's that light by which you walk Now look what the verse continues We gave you life After you were dead And then we gave you a light Look at the verse And you take this light And you walk amongst the people now, this, is, this has so many meanings. And I'm sure your mind is going crazy with this verse. Like, what does that mean? Number one, you know, back in the Jahiliya Christian days, we had a song. And if there's any converts, they, they gonna, it's going to hit them when I sing it, yo. This little light of mine, I'm going to... No, astaghfirullah. Okay, forget it. But for Islam, it fits beautifully too. I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. This Islam, this light you have is not meant to be put in your shelf, in your closet, in your home. This is light you're supposed to take outside. This is light you're supposed to walk around with. Why? Because when you walk around with this light that you have, this deen, this Islam, brothers, rock your kufi so people know who you are. You know what I'm saying? Pray in public if the time comes. Allahu Akbar. I'm good. When you let this little light shine, it, it, it it spreads. It's not meant to be hidden. The verse says you take this light and you walk amongst people. The other way that I think we could understand this light as, as well is it teaches you how to live amongst people. Like when you take the sunnah of the Rasul, now you know the adab, like you know how to interact because he taught you that interaction. He taught you knock on the door before you go in your sister's room. You know, do this, do that. All these etiquettes. I could go forever on all the etiquettes on how we live. But it taught, he taught you how to live amongst other people. Say, Jazakallah, make dua. Never have hatred animosity. Gave you a light by which you walk amongst the people. <laughs> so look, here's the verse. Here's the question. Listen, everyone. God is asking you a question. I want you to answer it. Here's the question. Is the one who was dead, and then we gave life to and then we gave a light to so that they could walk around amongst people. Is that person like the person who's stuck in darkness? Man, come on. There was no answer. See, that's the problem. We don't respond to the Quran. God is asking you a question. and You're just like, you know, like my wife, she'll ask me a question. And I'm just like, she's like, did you hear me? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did. She's like, why didn't you respond? I was like, I, I said it in my head. And she's like, Habibi, I can't hear what you think. That won't work like that. So let me read the verse again. Is the one who was dead, and then God gave him life, and then God gave him or her a light by which they could walk amongst people. Is that person like a person who's stuck in darkness that can't come out? There you go. Now you're in dialogue with the Quran. You're not just reading it. you're, You're replying to it. And, and, and when you communicate, that's when a relationship grows, when you give and take. Now, according to the tafsir, you know who this was revealed about? Umar ibn Khattab. So y'all want to know the story of Umar, man? So everybody knows the story when, like, he goes into his house and he's, like, fighting his sister, and then somebody grabs him, and, like, that whole story. There's another story a lot of people don't know about his conversion. This story is crazy. It's in Bidayah and Nihaya. We studied it in Sira. Umar ibn Khattab, he says that I was addicted to alcohol. I drank every day, every night. He's like, and, and, and we used to go every night to the block, man. Like this one spot, and we would drink there. I knew everybody was there. Somebody would have something, you know. <laughs> Y'all shouldn't know, right? I got a jahiliya. I can say, yeah, I kind of know, right? But anyways, we'll move on from there. So he goes there was a spot everybody used to gather and we would drink together so he goes you know i'll go there and drink with my my buddies right so he goes there one night and nobody's there like nobody now now that's not normal somebody gonna be there at least one other dude sitting there like hey yo we're the only ones here today but he went there to the spot and nobody was there so then he goes you know what i guess i got to go to the to the bar myself. Literally, this is literally in Bidayah and okay? So he goes, I went to the guy who sold liquor. And guess what? He was closed. He's like, this dude's never closed. But he was closed. So he said, I said to myself, you know what, man? I don't know what else to do. Why don't I just go do some Tawaf? Now, I know to us that sounds like really weird. Like, I couldn't go to the bar so i'm gonna go to the masjid but he lives in mecca i don't know how to explain it to you okay whatever so he goes why don't i just why don't i just go do some tawaf i'm up i can't fall asleep let me just go do some tawaf he walks into the to the area where the Kaaba is and he sees subhanAllah who does he see standing in front of the Kaaba praying the Prophet now to me that's crazy because it shows you the, 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 the way the society was There are people on the block Drinking liquor, getting drunk And, and the prophet's sitting there in the masjid Praying like the, like the community was so Subhanallah So he goes into the masjid and he says to himself Because he's not intoxicated, he didn't drink that night There was no barrier Like he's sober So he goes, you know what Now this was the fifth year Or sixth year of hijrah He goes, you know what I've never heard this man's recitation thing. Why don't I listen to him today? You know how many, it's been how many years? Six or five years. He hasn't heard the Quran yet. Because his life, he was caught up with alcohol, with living and this and that. He was against it, but he had never heard it yet. So he says to himself, you know what? If I go in front of him, he might switch up his words to impress me. So you know what I'm gonna do? The Kaaba is a cube. So he's like, I'm gonna go from the other side, all right, and I'm gonna sneak up under the curtain on the Kaaba. This is Umar ibn Khattab, yo. He sneaks up under the curtain. So now he's against the Kaaba and the, and, the, and the curtain. And he, he he shuffles to the side where the Prophet Sallallahu is. So now he's right in front of the Prophet, ﷺ, but beneath the Kaaba. My intuition tells me the Prophet knew he was there. But anyways, because <laughs> all of a sudden it's like, yo, something's up. Like, I, you ain't no jinn, yo. Something's <laughs> I see you, bro. I see you. <laughs> anyways, so he's now he's standing underneath the curtain in front of the Prophet ﷺ. And he's listening to the Qur'an and it's Surah Al-Haqqa. Now, Surah Al-Haqqa is fire. It's heavy. I'm telling you, it's heavy. You read the Surah, it's just like... One bar after the next hitting you. Don't have time to go into it. You just got to read it. Very heavy. He's listening to it and he's like, oh. You know that face? Oh. Some of y'all know that face. You know what I'm talking about. Oh. Yo. I know what y'all be watching, yo. <laughs> y'all know what I be watching too. <laughs> so he's listening to it. He's like, oh, man. He says to himself. قَوْلُ شائر. He goes, man, this man's a poet. And the prophet recites the next verse. وَمَا هو بقول And these are not the words of a poet. He's like, yo! And then he's like, this man's reading my mind. The very next verse. And these are not the words of a soothsayer, a mind reader, a fortune teller. What is it then? What's next? It's a revelation from God. That's what it is. Wake up. What I'm trying to show you through this example, and a few days later, he becomes Muslim. There's a whole journey. Then the other story you heard about him going to his sister's house. And he's like, what are y'all reading? It's because people fluctuate. Like, you can have a high iman, like, and then the next day you're like, no, no, I'm against that religion. You see that sometimes people are about to convert. They're really into it. The next day they're like, no, I hate that. You're like, yo, what just happened? It's that high and the low. It'll balance out after time. So then he becomes Muslim. This verse was revealed about him compared to who? Abu Jahl. Abu Jahl. Kamen Someone just stuck in darkness Doesn't want to get out Can't get out of darkness Abu Jahl just who, Someone who just made it their life To go against the Prophet Why? There was one primary thing That was stopping him It was arrogance in his heart And I'm going to tell you this right now And I've said it before In many halakas so Some of y'all heard it before The reason why converts Excel so much in the deen Is because they walk into the masjid Humble And the reason why We don't learn anything Is because you can't humble yourself you think you know more than everyone in the room. The convert will walk up to the little kid and be like, Can you teach me tayyatulillah wa Can you teach me tayyat, please? Little kid's like, Oh, you don't know it? Let me teach it to you. And the, little, and the convert's like, All right. No arrogance. You got to drop that arrogance Out the door, the foot rack, the shoe rack, yo. Put it up there. Pick it up when you leave. Pick it up when you leave. Because that's how you're gonna learn. You can't learn when you got arrogance. It just it doesn't come in. The first thing you need is to leave that. So Abu Jahl's sickness was his arrogance. He couldn't let go of arrogance. Look at the next verse. The verses are beautiful. Like like Abu Jahl was in Makkah, we place in every place, every city, every locality, every community. Akabi criminals, big criminals. Liam They plot against the Muslims. How can we keep them away from the religion? How can we keep you off your religion? How can we keep you on devices and away from spirituality? Liam kurufiha. But low key, they're only plotting against themselves because all their plots will come back to haunt them on the day of judgment. And when any verse comes to them These people that have rejected it They said no no we ain't gonna believe in this message Until revelation comes to us I want God to speak to me That's the arrogance coming back again That's the arrogance right there No 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 Why did Muhammad get the message I want it to come to me Why is it upon him And then the verse goes Uh, God says, I know where I place this message. Why are you questioning me? Now listen to this. The punishment for whatever you do and the reward for whatever you do is always related to the crime or the action you did. Let me give an example. In Arabic they say, What do I mean? When you walk to Salat in the middle of the night, like Fajr or Isha prayer, it's dark out, right? It's dark out. Unless you live in like Scandinavia or somewhere, right? It's going to be dark at, at Isha time, right? You know what the reward, the prophet taught us, what's the reward on the day of judgment for someone who used to go to the prayers at nighttime? Light. Because you expose yourself to darkness for God, God's like, I'll give you light. Similarly, What's the, re- what's the reward for arrogance? Humiliation. And that's what this verse says. You want to be arrogant? Okay, you'll get the opposite of that. Similarly, you want to be humble? Watch how Allah lifts you up. You want to be humble? Watch how Allah takes you from, from zero to hero like that. And this is the last verse we'll cover for tonight, and this is perhaps my favorite verse. This is a beautiful verse. Please inshallah connect to it. Verse number 25, if you want to look at it. Whoever God wills to guide, whoever God just wants to show them the right way. yashrah lil Islam. Allah expands their heart for Islam Expands their chest Expands their, their bosom it, it, Expansion They don't feel constrained They feel this openness And like I said before When you're arrogant, it's closed You're closed off When you're humble, you're open You're receptive He opens their receptivity to it Right now, there's someone listening to me you're here. You're forcing, but your heart isn't receptive. Your heart's pushing back because it, it doesn't like Hak. The nafs, like the slower self, it doesn't like truth. So you're you're forcing it. You're like, it's Ramadan. We gonna be in the masjid. Like you know, how you drag your kid. When we were when we were back in the days, we the parents used to drag you to church, yo. Nah, <laughs> man, y'all get it. <laughs> like a lot of the stuff that Muslims girls go, go through growing up, we went through that stuff too. So it's Sunday. They taking you to church. You could be gr- grumpy all you want. Mama gonna drag you in there, sit down, sit right there Pout all you want, it don't matter That's how we have to treat the nafs sometimes This nafs like, man, I wanna go home and chill You're like, uh-uh, it's Ramadan I'm gonna drag you in that mustard. you're gonna sit there That's what you're doing to yourself Islam, It's about opening up the receptivity of the heart Allah opens up this heart, so it's receptive It's like, I want more, let me hear more Quran Let me hear more about how I can get closer to Allah now the Sahaba, when they heard this verse, listen closely. When the Sahaba heard this verse, they asked the Prophet a question. They said, Ya Rasulullah. First the Prophet explained, what does it mean that the heart is opened up? Yesrah sadrahu. The heart is expanded. Receptivity is open. What does that mean? The Prophet wasallam said these words, listen. Huwa nurum. It is a light. It is a light. Allah. That Allah places in your heart this light, like this, this Ramadan feeling, subhanAllah. His heart just, or her heart expands and it's open, it's receptive. Sahaba are like, well, that's super abstract. Can you please kind of make that a little concrete for us? Seriously, they said, Ya Rasulullah, is there a sign of that expansion of the chest? And the prophet immediately said, "Yup, there is." And I'll tell you what it is. Let's go from abstract to concrete. Number one, he said, "There's three signs of it." El inaba ila al The person finds themselves inclined to the eternal home. What do I mean by that? <laughs> Yo. When you get a little older, man, you start to realize life. Life is nice, mashallah, but it ain't all that. How old are you, Habibi? Ah, oh, yeah, you ain't gonna get it, Habibi. Life is good, Habibi. Seventeen, you looking ahead, you like, yo, it's gonna be sweet, it's gonna be gravy, it is. It's gonna be really nice, but it ain't all that. And as you get older, you start to say, Ah, ya Allah, this world don't satiate me, y'all, Allah. This world doesn't satiate me, ya Allah. And Allah, and the Quran will come and be like, I told you it wasn't for you. Yes, we gave it to you to benefit, but it's not meant to satiate. You're not feeling me, yo. You're trying to become satiated on something that was designed not to satisfy. Why? It's there to, it's good. Feel me? It'll be great. But after, as you get older, you realize this ain't the spot. I ain't trying to be here forever. I'm trying to get to where that true satiation can come. I want to see Allah. I want to be with my creator, man. I've been worshiping him all these years without seeing. I want to see him. I want to be in Jannah. I want to see the prophet. I want to see the angels. I want to see, see that. This world is whack, man. So I ain't trying to say that like, yo, life sucks. Nah, life is beautiful. Allahu Akbar. It's beautiful when you know what it's created for. And you keep it at that level. But if you think it's going to be Jannah, yo, you got something coming, man. <laughs> first sign. First sign. It's hard to explain to Shabab, yo. Shabab, because you're so hyped up. you like, yo, get the Lambo, yo, <laughs> Diamond hands, yo. Yo, come on, man. You're going to be working a regular job. (laughs) You're going to have a regular job. (laughs) And Alhamdulillah about that, yo. You're going to eat a regular humble meal. You're going to get a simple house, inshallah. That's it, yo. (laughs) You're going to have a lovely wife, inshallah. Sisters, you're going to have a lovely husband but he's going to get overweight after time. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, gravity hits everybody. You can't fight gravity, habibi, you can't. God created gravity, and that's it. It just kicks in. You can fight it to 40, 50, to, nah, done. Sisters, too. I ain't trying to, you know. (laughs) All I'm trying to say is, that's life. It's not trying to make it like it's not beautiful. It's beautiful, but Keep it for what it's meant. It's meant to get you to something. Mata'un. Mata'. Mata' is what you use. You get, you, it's matahul it's hayatidunya. It's what you use to get where you're going. Feel me? Wahu akbar. So, what's the first sign? I said it. What's the first sign? You long for the, the. No, no, the sign of the heart expanding. What's the first sign? You start to long for the akhirah. You start to long for the akhirah, And every coin has two sides So you know what the other sign is The Rasul Sallallahu said With tajafi and dar al-ghurur You start to tajafi Distance yourself from the abode of deceit Now why is it called the abode of deceit? Because it keeps showing you Itself is beautiful It keeps promising you more Oh it's going to get better It's going to be amazing But anytime you get it The moment you get it I was talking to one of the students man Yo I want I a low-key, you know what I want, Habibi? I want a Tesla, yo. For real. But you know what? The moment I get it, you know, after two months, you know what's going to happen, right? I'm get tired of it. It's almost better not to have it because I can think about having it. <laughs> think about, I can think, yo, Tesla would be nice. And if I don't get it, then it's always nice. Whatever, all right, just chill out, but... But once you get it, after two, three months, you're like, ah, dang, I'm going to get the why now. (laughs) I'm going to get the why, yo. I'm going to get the why. Maybe that will make me feel better. Nah, bro. Two months later, you're going to try to get the next one he comes out with. So Tajafi and Darul Ghurur, it tricks you. Ghurur, Ghurur, it tricks you. But it's not by design. If this exam, if it didn't trick you, it wasn't a good test. Like, this life is a test. Like, right? I think. Yeah we're being tested right So the test has to be a good one So that's why it's, it, it, it attracts you It's supposed to look good What's the third sign Last sign Who can guess yo, it yo? You start to prepare for death Before it comes to you You start to prepare for death before it comes to you. What does that mean? You start to look to the future, man. I ain't going to be here forever. I am going to be here forever. These are the three signs right there, man. Three signs that your heart has expanded. And wallah, you know we feel all three of those in Ramadan. This is the month. This is the month. This is the month of the expansion of the heart. Allow yourself to just soak it up Just bask, the word bask Just bask in this moment, these moments Because I kid you not Seven, eight, nine days from now We're all going to be realizing it's it's it's, it's over So these are the nights Spend time close to Allah Realize the blessing of Iman that Allah has given you Let me finish this verse so that we made sure we finished the verse the one who Allah wants to guide, He expands their chest for this deen. And whoever Allah is allowing to go misguided, He makes that person's heart unreceptive, tight. There's no room for anything to get inside. As if this person is trying to. Climb up into the sky Getting a message into this person's mind Is just like someone trying to elevate And walk up into the heavens, impossible And this is how Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala puts misfortune On those who do not believe In him Your iman is a great blessing It is life after death You have light by which you walk Amongst people Let this light shine I ain't gonna sing the song again this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Just let it shine, let it shine, okay? Sorry, I had to. I couldn't help myself. But just realize the blessing of this faith that we have. Realizing the blessing of these, this month that we're in. Ask Allah to open your heart. If you're listening and you're like, my heart is described, like I feel my heart is that tight heart. Now is the time to ask for that expansion. This is when God gives. We are in those nights, these blessed nights. Turn to Allah. May Allah accept from all of us, inshaAllah. Jazakum khair. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Nashhadu an la ilaha illa anta. Nastaghfirukun wa atubu ilayk. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. salamun alayl mursalin Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. khair. Assalamualaikum wa rahmatullah.